1: now let's get this party started you're listening to fox sports radio
3: Yeah. <laughs> throw him
2: up birdo throw yeah. him yeah throw them up birdo that's
3: the t-shirt throw them up birdo <laughs> before
2: you actually throw up <laughs> wow what are you talking about
3: <laughs> what is he talking about birdo? oh man no?
2: I don't either. <laughs> it's make two money, pros money, money, and a money. cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Crop Brady dusting. Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. So Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles have got a big time game this weekend against the New York Giants in the divisional round. They are the one seed in the NFC. There's been some conversations about Jalen Hurts and his health and his shoulder and all that. Uh, he spoke yesterday with the media about being a target in this game coming up.
3: It's football. Um, I, got a, I got a bounty on me every week. I go out there on the field, so um, go out there and just play my game. You know, whatever happens, happens. So there it is, the Eagles
2: quarterback. I mean, uh, with do they...
3: quarterbacks ever have bounties going into games? Brady did. You? did.
0: You no, know, you're seeing a bounty on their head. Yeah. Did you ever yeah, go course. into? You don't you... remember Bounty Gate and Brett Favre? No.
1: I'm saying, little...
3: did you go out with one? Uh, no, Not one I mean... against you. Did you ever go out with a bounty? Like, yeah, I'm gonna get that dude.
1: Yeah.
3: I'm gonna collect I mean, the cash it's... on him.
1: Yeah.
0: It's mean, kind of hard to do it, unless you just mean, like, purely offensively. I, I mean, I, I think I always think of that as, like, a physical thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, in this case, like, will there be defenders targeting, you know, his shoulder? Jalen Hurts' shoulder when he runs? Absolutely. Uh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. I, and, and I was
3: being sarcastic, by the way. and, and he's <laughs> He is right there. I don't know that the bounties are real anymore, like, in terms of how, how real they were before Bounty Gate hit. But I know when I played, and I, I was a part of that, you know, that defensive coordinator, I was in, in his meeting rooms. And when I tell you Greg Williams. some of the conversations that were had in those those rooms and, and what the prices were placed on would be considered to be, now that I'm a parent, um, disturbing. <laughs> to say the least. It would be disturbing. Because you he wanted more. He wasn't offering enough. No, it wasn't did that we want? It wasn't that we wanted more. It was just that what the dollar amounts that were connected to what what took place. It like that's, cr- <laughs> 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 something's just you know like Dip, the whole. NFL. You know what was the, what was the? <laughs> you can't handle the truth. What was the name of that? You, you don't want to hear the truth of that. I mean, I'm sure some of the details came out in Bounty Gate anyway, but yeah, they did. Just to hear some of just the way. You know, he would discuss. So, like, if we were going into this game with Jalen Hurts, just the way in which he would be discussed in that room is disturbing. Like, like I'm not even going for a laugh or for effect, I'm like being 100% dead serious.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, but that's just part of the deal, right? If you know he's coming in, because they're trying to say that he's full go, ready to go, everything. But there was a report that came out a few days ago that said that he's just going to have to play with pain in the postseason. Like, it's not going to heal this year, the injury that he's got. And it feels like that's kind of been a little under the radar and a little bit dismissed because when he did come back, he wasn't all that great. And the only reason I think they brought him back is because they hadn't clinched home field yet. So I, I feel like Jalen Hurts isn't in a spot to where we're talking about the same guy six, seven weeks ago who was in the MVP conversation. Like he's got a legitimate injury that I just wonder how much that impacts him and what the plan is in this game coming up. Seven and a half point favorites, by the way, in most places. Those Philadelphia yeah. Eagles.
0: Well, they've handled they've handled the Giants in their in their two matchups against them. I mean, back in the middle of the season when you you would say it was strength on strength, um, you know, they handled them. But that last game looked a little closer. Daniel Jones didn't even play in that one, so
3: it's a different team. <laughs> that Giants yeah. team is a different team. They're they're hitting a different stride than than what they were during the course of the season. They they have steadily climbed and have have kind of evolved into a a formidable a formidable team but i'll say this about jalen hurts the one thing i'm curious about is when you're when you're going into a game as big as this and you are dealing with a, an injury that's still continuing to heal do you do you have any do you have any thought in terms of how you approach the game cute like if this were you the things that you normally do, are you still going to normally do or are you going to think more about some of the things that could happen if you do the same exact things? Like if Jalen Hurts has the opportunity, they, they run a lot of uh, read quarterback sneaks, like read sneaks, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. They run a lot of – they're able to create a rhythm – of calling plays based upon their usage of, of Jalen really reading defenses and getting out there and running. If he's really trying to avoid getting his shoulder hurt, is he is he thinking about that going into the game? And how does that impact the game plan? Because that has made them more of a dynamic running team and it opens up their passing game.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think they need him to be able to run and they need the threat of him running in order to be truly effective. Um, the problem is, is uh, like I still think with the personnel they have on the outside, they're still going to be effective. You know, he's in a position where they've got speed, they've got playmakers, um, and so he doesn't have to carry this team. Like Miles Sanders is a heck of a running back. Like half the time, I'm, I'm always asking myself, why aren't they running the football more with him? But with his shoulder, with Lane Johnson, what he's dealing with, he's not at full strength. We've seen what the Eagles look like when their offensive line isn't playing at a high level. I think, I think it's going to be a tough game. Like that, that spread is a tough number because if you watch the entire season, you could see this game going you know the way of which Philly at home kind of controls all of it. But to, to LeVar's point, the Giants are playing at a high level, and they, they've got nothing to lose. No one thought they were going to be here. Uh, they weren't even the favorite, obviously, in Minnesota back to back weeks on the road they, they probably feel fine about it but but they 're going to need i mean think about this they 're going to need Daniel Jones to play the the best game of his life again. He was phenomenal last week they 're going to need him to do it again. can he do it again like this he, he i don 't want to say he bet on himself because <laughs> he wasn 't really in the position to bet on himself they just didn 't pick up the fifth year option it 's almost like they bet against him, and he kind of proved them wrong. And now the Giants are are potentially going to have to pay him, so he's he's going to have to continue to play well and earn himself some more money. I think that's what this game's more about to me. This game's more about whether or not Daniel Jones can play the way he showed us last week again, more so than Jalen Hurts, because I don't think the Eagles have to play. Their best game to beat the Giants. I do think Daniel Jones has to play his best game to beat the Giants, and I think Saquon the, they're going the to Eagles. stop him and all that.
3: Yeah.
2: And does, yeah. does Daniel Jones' situation remind you of Alex Smith when everyone thought they they had him penned as well? This guy is not going to amount to anything that he was drafted at. He's you know he's going to be a, a quote unquote bust. And then Jim Harbaugh got there, figured out a way to to sort of build an offense around around Alex Smith. And next thing you know, they're making a deep run in the playoffs. He ends up in Kansas City, helped turn around that franchise in the MVP conversation.
0: The the only tough thing is he got replaced by Kaepernick, so it's a a little different, right?
2: I mean, what's he up to, by the way? we have any – I
0: I don't know, but that's that's the difference is, like, the team, you know, he he led him to a certain point, then kind of Kaepernick came over, and and that was – because right, he got hurt in the one game, right? And Kaepernick came in. Yeah. The rest was kind of history. Concussion. Which, by the way,
3: this would be the time of the year for them to bring in Kaepernick or OBJ. I mean, you know, considering how his workouts have gone when he's gone to work out, this would be the time to bring in Cap. Yeah. You know, totally. Reliever. I- agreed. Yeah. Like, let's let's get it done in the playoffs. Yeah. That's what you need. Yeah. Just, just cut
2: the line, go straight to the postseason. Yeah, um, but I. It's a
3: regular season.
2: I mean, if Brian Dayball's is not Co- coach of the year, we should protest outside the NFL Unless offices. Unless Doug Peterson gets it. That, uh, come on, man. Not based on where the organization was at with those two players. Doug Peterson took over, and it's been, it's been fun. But the Giants well,
0: were— It's, it's been it, pretty traumatic. Today. Yeah, bro. Like, way more traumatic. I mean, had, they had the number one pick this year.
2: Well, he, <laughs> it's way more traumatic uh, I, I get it but he also had two players did brian dayball and daniel jones and saquon barkley that everyone thought it was over and those I, two guys I, I, are I don't, starring in the post i
0: don't necessarily agree with that like I, I don't know that anyone thought it was over saquon barkley maybe I mean, for daniel jones like yeah was the it. the organization was the one that made that decision by the way like that's their own doing and, and but and look they might sign him to an extension um we'll see what that number looks like but i, I i'm not so sure i'm 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 sold on that working out long term. Like, if you could get Aaron Rodgers, if you're the, if you're the New York Giants, you could get Aaron Rodgers. Would you take Rodgers over Daniel Jones? Yes, I would. Yeah, it wouldn't be close.
2: Yes, I mean, God, what a you're really going to throw
0: dirt on Daniel Jones like no, that? I, threw dirt. I don't no throw threw dirt. No one threw dirt. I, I just, just kind of pointed out a logical a question. Quarterback, leading
2: to... leading rusher. So you think there's a chance Daniel Jones is not the quarterback for the Giants next year?
0: No, he, he's going to be the quarterback there next year. They'll probably have the franchise tag if they can't agree to a long-term contract. But, you know, he'll, he'll, I wouldn't be shocked if he didn't sign like a three-year extension where he gets paid $35 million a year and he gets like 70, million, $60 million you know, up front. And then they play this out for another couple of years. And then they see at that point, like that would be ideally, I think, how this all plays out.
2: Yeah, well, good for uh, Dave By the way, the uh, latest odds have Nick Sirianni as the coach of the year, followed by Kyle Shanahan and then Brian Dayball. So Sirianni's Sirianni at plus 125. Really? Uh, Shanann, one twenty-five. Kyle Shanahan
3: two to one, and Dayball's, it is they're, they're just they're going with the
0: favorites then. Yeah, they're yeah. just going with like the good teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what about Sirianni, the turnarounds like the Giants and Jags. But, but yeah.
3: Sirianni really has taken. I mean, not the. They were a playoff team last year though. Yeah. They were, but they're better. They were better this year. Like they were convincingly they were differently. Yeah, yeah, they were different, better this year.
2: Yeah. So They're different. Yeah, Different. They're better. just different, man. Just different, yeah, just
3: different. They're just yeah. different, man. Different. Did we say they were different? With a different thing. You never know what you discover
2: on this show. By the way, speaking of Discover, we could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at Discover.com slash redeem rewards terms apply. All right, so coming up next, there's some conversations that are happening about what a couple of teams are going to do at the quarterback position this offseason. Could we see a major trade take place? We'll get into that for you right here on FSR. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. So coming up here in just a couple of moments from now, we do have a little bit of a preview, potentially a big-time move made and a couple of teams involved at the quarterback position this offseason. We'll get into that for you coming up here just a couple of moments from now.
0: Well, let me give you a preview, Jonas, of so Stamps.com, teamed up with the post office to get you huge mailing and shipping discounts up to 86% off. It's a new year, no-brainer. Save serious money with Stamps.com. Use code 2PROS for a four-week trial, free postage, and a free scale. Stamps.com, code 2PROS. Stamps. All right. Oh, so uh, I didn't want to blow my voice out again. Huh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> little, yeah. Yeah. You know, every time you say you blow your voice out, I you're think, able to do the next segment.
3: I so. think of A.B. <laughs> You just couldn't let it
0: alone, could you, oh, man? I, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't get on social media a lot, and I saw like someone was saying something about him trending. I'm like, I'm not. I don't care. I don't care <laughs> for whatever reason. Like I'm so tired of that dude. Yeah. He, I'm tired of
3: him, but he's like that roadkill in the street where you're driving by and you see it, and then you look away. You're like, oh, and then you look back because you gotta look again. Like, did I see what I just saw? That's a B. He he finds new and improved ways to be more outright, Which how can Ooh, you? What outdo? did he do this time? What did he do this time? Go ahead, Lamar. Oh, Bert. no, no, I would do it no justice. You you want it? You want it, Lee? <laughs> All right. Do you want it, Jonas? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, I, I would you, do it no justice. Somebody's got to be a
2: professional around here. Yeah, I, 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 I don't God know how me.
3: I don't know how I would describe
2: it. Um, a picture came out where on Antonio Brown's Snapchat. I guess he uh, posted a picture of the mother of his children uh, performing mm. on him and mm. then there was you know another video that came out and uh, a video yeah a
1: video so to you
2: he thought that was uh, that was a good move
1: and he's been banned on social media for this yeah on
0: the
2: platform
3: yeah so
0: well as he, as he should be yeah
3: I and, mean uh, I, I almost feel like there should be more repercussions to that
2: that's the mom of his kids that's that's crazy
0: i, I don't even want to give it him any more time yeah okay keep, keep someone put that dude in a mental institution uh, that's what he needs that's definitely and, and what stop glorifying up. him
2: yeah, yeah. oh that's wow Jeez, Birdo. Uh, <laughs>
3: all right well there
2: we go all right so uh so there's yeah, so that so moving on <laughs> uh but so moving on from uh from all that to this a lot of speculation. What's going to happen at the top of the NFL draft? Thank God for our friends at DraftKings who are trying to give you a little bit of a sneak peek. Because what they're telling you is that Bryce Young is the favorite to go number one overall. A minus 130. Now for you novices out there, let me walk you through that means you got to bet one hundred and thirty dollars to win a hundred so he's the favorite followed by cj stroud at plus 175 and then will anderson and Jalen carter are behind him uh behind those two guys at plus 650
3: but people are saying Jalen carter is the best
2: player in the draft this year right and brady's told me that a little while you said ago. that q yeah yeah best overall prospect
0: he's the best overall prospect
2: and right. so with the chicago bears picking at one The conversation then becomes, well, how is Bryce Young the favorite to go number one overall if the Bears are picking at one and we haven't heard of a potential trade or anything yet, which just makes you wonder, are the Chicago Bears eventually going to opt out of that spot to try and add a bunch of picks and and move down the draft because they need a lot of help on that roster? Can
3: I ask a question? If you drafted Bryce Young number one, could you could you immediately like how they do in basketball, could you immediately send him in a package to another team to get like players back in return?
0: Yeah, I mean that's what happened essentially with Eli Manning.
3: Yeah. I thought that's what happened with Eli Manning. Yeah. I thought that's what I Yeah. I mean the yeah. way it happened, it seemed a little bit more of a hostile takeover
0: by the Patriots. remember when Eli, Eli Eli went, went up Manning there on the family. stage? He looked so unhappy. Oh yeah, yeah he took that. He took <laughs> that Chargers hat,
2: hat. Well, One time, yeah. San Diego Charger Eli Manning, yeah. and he took that
3: Chargers hat. I, I, I'm just because I'm, you don't really hear about it being done that way.
0: Like that's it's kind of commonplace for wow. basketball. Because if you were, <laughs> if unless you're a Manning, it's hard to not look bad doing it. You
3: know. But what if the team did it? Like, what if the team was like, you know what? This is too good to be true. We have the number one pick. We're not going to trade out of it. We're going to get a blockbuster trade by yeah. taking Bryce Young and then trading him.
0: You'd lose value. You'd lose value because every team knows that if you don't need him, you take him. You've already missed that window for maximizing that deal. Like, teams would be like, okay, we'll go, go into the season with Bryce Young and Justin Fields on the roster. Go go deal with that.
3: No, we're, we're going, going to, like to get one, to one of them
0: anyway. Well, eventually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, okay.
2: I, I just I think this is going to come down to a trade, and I I just wonder. How far down are we looking at a potential move? Is it going to be, is Houston, does Houston say we'll take whoever? If it's not going to be, if it's Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, we'll take whoever's left at number two. What,
0: what did they give up when they moved up to take Trubisky? I, mean, I remember when uh, John Lynch fleeced them to I, I make think them think was, they were going to take him.
2: They moved up from three to two. I forget the compensation, but there was
0: at least like a third round pick and yeah. like a fifth round pick. It was, it was pretty substantial in regards to like pick value.
2: And uh, I, I remember hearing the story, because I think Peter King was in the war room with the Niners at the time that it happened, and they were shocked. They were like, wait, yeah. the Bears won? And they couldn't figure out, well, who would they like there? that does. And then somebody threw out, well, that's got to be for a quarterback. It's got to be for a quarterback. And then when they took Trubisky, everybody was just uh, completely just shocked and and appalled by the move the Bears made. But Houston, yeah, well, just how could they? How could
0: they do that? I think the interesting part of it was they were going to take the 49ers. They were going to take Solomon Thomas regardless. Yeah which I mean like he's turned things around with his career but he you know he wasn't what initially I think they were hoping he'd be as the number 2 or 3 player overall in the draft so
2: yeah and then I think it was a Jamal Adams who went uh, shortly after that uh, he was part of that draft as well too yep. Um, yep. so I it just this does feel though that it's going to be Houston Indianapolis potentially is going to want to move up to take Bryce Young I just wonder how teams view the difference between Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, how big of a drop-off that is. Or there was also a report that came out that the Colts really want to move up because they love Will Levis, yeah. that that's the guy that they've pinpointed. So that was another, uh, one of the other reports that came out from the quarterback standpoint. So,
0: Which, you know, as far as the betting odds, right, what do they have Bryce Young at for going number one overall?
2: Uh, minus 130.
0: Oh, wow. Um, and what do they have Levis at?
2: Uh, Levis is plus 750.
0: See, that's one, like, right now, I, I think it makes sense to put some money on because I've been hearing the, the discussions about Will Levis for a while, and the only thing that, that, that should concern you is, you know, what, what the games look like this year. Now, granted, he was playing behind an offensive line that really struggled uh, in an offensive system that in this past year – in Rich Scan estimate system at, at Kentucky, who does have NFL roots and ties, but it, it I mean, he he hasn't really done well. He didn't do well in Denver, he didn't do well with Kentucky this past year. You'd have to go back to two years ago with Liam Cohen where it seemed like Will Levis had a much better grasp of that that system. Uh even though statistically it looks the same, his his tape looked a lot better. So that's the hard thing is you're trying to sell, and we've heard this story before. Uh, that was with Jordan Love in particular. You're trying to sell a team and a fan base on two years ago tape, not this past year. But he, I'm telling you, he's he's big, he's athletic, he's got a, a rocket for an arm. Um, I, I, could, I could easily see the Colts jumping up to number one with Chicago and taking him. And knowing that, Houston probably doesn't feel, if they know the Colts really want Will Levis, they don't feel the need to move up one spot, give up anything. And they can just take Bryce Young at number two overall right where they're at. If that's the guy they've identified. So I don't know how all that stuff works behind the scenes. I don't know if Lavar, you know, based on your experience talking to guys, like I'm always fascinated to know how you go about getting the intel of who a team really, really wants.
3: Yeah, I mean, it definitely when when you get closer and closer to, you know, what what the draft you know, a lot of times after the private workouts as well, you you get an idea if you know at least from the last few guys that I've I've known. Like I knew I knew Micah, I knew where Micah was was potentially heading. If if one thing didn't fall into place, I knew what was going to happen with him. Same thing with um, Adafe. So, and that's like the more more recent. I guess more recent uh, deals in terms of a high-profile guy, but I, I mean, I don't know how much it's changed from from when you know we were going in the draft. But you get an idea pretty close to the draft what who they want to go after, and 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 it, it. I think it comes down to well, now with the slotted slotted contracts, it's not that big of a deal because when I was coming out, it was more so about your signability. Like that would dictate, you know, we want you, but we don't know if we can sign you or if you're going to be a holdout and what that's going to look like. So there's all those conversations. Those conversations don't exist anymore. So it's more or less, you know, looking at what the team needs are. If that team that wants you is looking at you and, and may try to pull a Belichickian move where it's like we're going to take a chance and move down further in the draft and hope that you're still there and and get you um, so it, there's just there's different you know there's different looks there's different sounds different feels to how people approach it
2: how many top 10 worthy quarterback prospects are there so Bryce Young CJ Stroud Will Levis is Anthony Richardson on that list as well too ben?
0: I think some teams could see him as that I'm, I'm telling you right now um, Mike Renner who does a tremendous job for pro football focus um, he put out a, just he puts out some interesting threads. So if you're on Twitter, look up Mike Renner from Pro Football Focus. But he he actually he put out he goes every quarterback's longest throw in a game, and, and now they're not all completions. He's literally just talking about in a game how many yards they threw the ball through the air, and then he compares it to Justin Herbert and Josh Allen, and just to give you a sense of the the arm talent, the arm strength, right. So he puts on a clip of Anthony Richardson who I think he throws it like 64 yards or something like that. But in that clip, like you can see the foundation of skills that he has. You know, he eludes a rusher, he's he's you know, drops back in the pocket, gets pressure, eludes a rusher, slides to his right, sets his feet quick and, and heaves the ball. And this ball, it, you know, most places probably is caught for a touchdown, ends up being uh, incomplete. But you see that, those sorts of splash plays, if you will, or, or that sort of upside ability, and you just don't see many guys with the ability to do that. He is, he is so freakishly athletic and has such a strong arm, but also possesses these you know, simple little things that quarterbacks have to do, like resetting his feet in the pocket, movement to throw in and out of the pocket. You see examples of that. It's just not consistent enough. And there's times you see him have some really easy missed throws that are all over the place. And then game to game, there's some games you look at him and go, that's a top 10 pick. There's other games you watch and go, he might need to go back for another year of development. It, it's that that drastic of a difference from game to game. So I, I would say he probably has some people who thinks he could be a top 10 talent, but they have to have the right you know situation and patience for him to take him in that spot.
2: The reason I ask is because you've got, and I'm looking up, by the way, the throw by and that is uh, pretty fascinating. Hendon Hooker actually had 66 in the air. That was uh, one yeah. of the, uh, that Renner put out. But, but um, look at
0: the difference between like how Richardson could even set his feet in that throw in order to make the throw. Like he had to move slide to his right. He has no momentum going up forward into the throw. He just slid it over, set his feet and slings it. Like he could probably throw the football the furthest of anyone in this draft class.
2: So if you're at the top of the draft, I think we kind of know the Bears aren't taking a quarterback. Houston's taking a quarterback. Arizona's not taking a quarterback. And then you get to Indianapolis. After that, you've got Seattle and Detroit who are sitting at five and six. Look, they, they love what Jared Goff has done in Detroit. And Pete Carroll's come out and said, yeah, we want Geno Smith back next year. But if you've got one of these quarterback prospects sitting there, Are you not entertaining the idea of taking a Levis or an Anthony Richardson, knowing that everything worked out to your favor this year? One team was a playoff team. Another team was close to being a playoff team. But you've got to start having some conversations about what it's going to look like long term. Like, wouldn't those two be in the market potentially for one of these quarterbacks that you could develop with veteran guys
0: there already? Oh, you could could tag Geno Smith, which you'd be paying a lot of money for one year. But then you could draft Anthony Richardson and let him continue to grow and prove behind. Like that would be probably an ideal scenario. And then look, you you give Geno Smith another year. Granted, he's getting up there in age, but another year to prove that he's capable of playing in this league and back to back years playing a high level. And then that gives him an opportunity to go somewhere else, you know, potentially as a veteran. Now, granted. This late in his career, he you know at 33 years old next year, he's probably going to be looked at as, as a stopgap, but that doesn't mean he can't go start play some games, be successful, and make some money. So, um, th- th- I could see that's uh, that that scenario playing out in Seattle. I don't know with um, the Lions and Jared Goff. I mean, Jared Goff is how old now? Is he like 29,
2: 30? Uh, he's got to be older than that, right? Go- he drafted in what 2016 was he? Like uh yes, yeah, like 28. yeah, All right, so let me see. Uh, we'll look that out. Let me. I'm efforting right now. I was no going to say, is, is Lee
0: going to be – he's 28 years old. Um, um, your internet's so bad.
2: By there. the way, uh, Jared Goff, 20, he's 28. Yeah, yeah thank he's you, Lee. He's 28. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> thanks, Lee. Hey, Berto, is Jared Goff?
2: 28. Thank you. Huh? Okay, uh, we uh, are thanks, able, able to confirm that there. So, yeah, he's 28.
0: Um, but, you know, he's still on the right side of 30. And I just – I don't – I think with what you saw this past year – I don't think they make that move. They, they still have some other places, other holes where they could go get another dynamic playmaker. They could go get someone to help out their defense. There's still a lot of roster building within the Lions that that make more sense at this point than than taking a quarterback. Like they're not they're not that you know deep that they can just forego taking a, a great player. I mean, why is if Will Anderson's sitting there? Yeah, you know, why what, what if you have like a, a big time prospect or one of the best cornerbacks? Although this year isn't a great cornerback class, but there could be some potential there to you know, beef up the O-line, however you look at it. I don't think that's Detroit's move.
2: It's two pros and a cup of Joe here on FSR. Coming up next here, we are going to have our midweek awards, the good, the bad, and the ugly. They're yours right here Fox Sports Radio.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of two pros and a cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Pauly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. As you all know, we're the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Numero uno. Yeah, and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah. They want to hear us talk sports, not our idiot guests who think they know more about sports than we do. Yeah. Listen to these dummies. You don't know crap about sports. Nothing. Uh, You don't know nothing uh, about football. This is the worst thing I've ever done. Wait. He's still on the line. Off the show. Off the show. You don't know basketball. If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, listen to the Polly and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Hips. Uh-huh.
2: Hips.
3: No lies told.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Hips. Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. With the, you can uh, hang out with us Lynn. as always on mm. the iHeartRadio app. Uh-huh. Um, Ty, coming up top uh, of the next hour here from the, the tire studios. Lynn. Knox. We are Ty going Ty to have land. the very uh-huh. latest Ty, Ty on what could potentially yeah. be bad news Ty, Ty for a land. team in search of a quarterback Ty, Ty in the NFL. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into you. that for you a little Ty over land. 10 uh, minutes from now here from the uh, TireRack.com studios. To Before to we get Thailand. to our midweek uh, awards, want to uh, let you know we are brought to Thailand. you by Progressive Insurance. Uh, uh, Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, <laughs> RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com.
1: There are some good things that happen And there's some bad And then there's some downright ugly things It's time for Good, bad, and
2: ugly Alright, lead to laugh Who's got what this week? Well, as we do each and every Wednesday We start with the good And LeVar's been all bad today So I'm going to let him get a little good off (laughs) his chest Why don't you start us off, LeVar?
3: How would I have been all bad? You
2: you know what you've been doing, LeVar
3: Oh, well, I'll tell you all good so far are the nfl playoffs i mean i gotta tell you i have been thoroughly impressed and entertained with with the playoffs so far um i think that the new york giants is is a great story i I mean you hate it for minnesota but what a what an interesting storyline to play out the way Trevor Lawrence and, and the, the Jaguars came back and won the game. What an intriguing game to watch. When you thought you could turn the TV off because, well, the Chargers are running away with it, they they end up losing the game. So now what do you think is going to happen the rest of the way if a team gets behind early in the game? You're going to keep watching the game. So. Shouts out to the NFL. They continue to have the dopest, the baddest, uh, real-time reality television show on on the market. So that's really good. Yeah, Agreed. Agreed.
0: Agreed.
1: Can't have good without bad. Brady, what was bad this week?
0: Uh, What's been bad is, let's just say, what is going on right now with with college football. So a five-star recruit, Jaden Rashada, who was originally committed to Miami for a period of time, then decided to commit to Florida and signed his national letter of intent is now trying to back out of that commitment he's trying to he's filing for a request for a release from his national letter of intent uh, after uh, signing in december Well, and and there's not really a stated reason why. And I'll be curious to see what that fouled request claims because it was rumored he was being paid a bunch of money in NIL. And apparently, when it came down to it, Florida didn't have the money that they had told the kid they had. (laughs) So now he's trying to get out of it and open up his services once again, which would leave Florida without a quarterback in this class. And potentially up in the air as far as who's going to be quarterback since Anthony Richardson, who we just spoke about moments ago, has declared for the NFL draft. So it's, um, it's just a bad, bad deal, I think, for players, for parents, even football to a degree. A-, a lot of false promises, a lot of numbers being thrown around that are not legitimate, are not real. But people out there on social media and people out there listening believe it, and it's just not true. And so it's unfortunate that you know it's gotten to this point now, where you get kids, you know, making decisions purely based on fake money and not the school, not football, not anything else that goes along with it. So
2: that's so. Is there any speculation as to what he was promised? That all of a sudden is thirteen
0: million dollars, which I I don't know how it was supposed to be, you know, divided up or paid out through the course of his time there. But again, it was all false promises. The collective that. The University of Florida clearly didn't have the funds to be able to supply uh, what they were looking at providing this young man. If
2: you if you guys were advising that, and by the kid, way,
0: be, by the way, beyond that, it's illegal. I mean, technically, you're not supposed to be able to induce a player to come to your school with NIL money. If so. he,
2: if you guys were advising that kid, the second you heard thirteen million, wouldn't that throw up a red flag? Like, wait,
3: what? You just well, I mean, there's ways you do business, and if it's legit business, then you'll know by the paperwork. Right. And and everything that's connected to it, if it's a legitimate, legitimate deal,
0: well, let's just say this: the kid is not the one who's going to be able to understand legitimate business. More often than not, the parents at this age are at this to. point. Well, but they're not going to but know. They're either. not either, right? And so then you have either a coach, you have some other uncle or friend or someone who acts like they do. Because they're going to take a piece of it, and they don't even know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. So the entire process has been just completely uh, thrown up in the air because of NIL and how certain collectives, certain people, really adults are abusing the whole situation. That, that's what's bad.
1: Lastly, Jonas, what was ugly this week?
2: Well, everybody's aware. I mean, it's been you know one of the hottest things going JKS? in the world of sports. Well, I mean, the, that too. The Jewel Clash Show? No, no, definitely not oh, the Joel Clash oh, Show. How dare oh, you? No. That, you can oh, say a no. lot of things oh, to me. How dare you? Don't wow. you try and steer JKS wow. in somebody else's backyard, all right? that That's wow. mine. I'm the originator. But, point being, Knox Locks I mean, six and zero final two weeks of the regular season to get above five hundred for the year. Never finished below five hundred. A Mike Tomlin esque streak of always finishing oh, at least five hundred or above, and uh, I was red hot. Really feeling myself, uh, not literally, but really feeling myself Ooh. when it came to the picks. And then all of a sudden, the NFL playoffs started. I said, you know what? I'm going to pick every single game in the wild card weekend. I lost the first four. I mean, it yeah. was everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Whether it was the Chargers blowing a lead and having a minus two, whether it was the Seahawks getting nine and a half and being teased into thinking they actually had a legitimate shot in that game. I had the Vikings. I went against my own judgment on uh, Kirk Cousins outside the 1 p.m. Eastern time window. I lost that one. Anything I touched turned to absolute crap the first four games of the season. I won uh, first four games of the weekend. I won the final two, but nonetheless, my ugly, terrible performance by me after a red-hot two-week stretch. It's awful. Hey, so I buddy, I was two and
0: four, too. Two, No, two, four, and one. How many games? I don't know. Who'd you it lose? Big...
2: Who'd you, who'd who'd you lose? lose? Yeah, well, which game did you lose?
0: I can only tell you the ones I won. I know I got the Giants, right? And then, uh, who was it? The Bengals? The Bengals cover? No, the Bengals didn't cover.
2: The Ravens covered.
0: Maybe it was. I think, uh, I think I might have got that line when they were able to. But you took the Chargers, right? Yeah, I took mean, that the Chargers was... took the Seahawks thing, and that was too big of a line. My in God, uh, man, a bad week.
2: Yeah, it's rough.
0: This and week that... isn't going to be
2: any better. The lines are really tough. Although I do love Kansas City. That that's I, I really like. Did think... you
0: was it eight and a half? Yes.
2: I don't know. I think they're going to annihilate Jacksonville. I don't
0: know, man. Doug yeah. Peterson just keeps them in there.
2: I think. I think Jacksonville's just happy to still be in, still be in the playoffs. And they won that game. They had no business winning that game. I think Kansas City's going to blow the
0: doors off them.
3: Teacher meets pupil. It could be That's a Doug Peterson saying. day, man. I'm telling you,
0: yeah. it'd be different.
3: Yeah,
1: but yeah you know Andy Reid. Yeah, the he's different.
3: Yeah, he's different.
1: He's different. LaVar.
3: Definitely different.